This series of Friday's Child is brought to you in association with The Healthy Home. I don't know about you, but my desire to nest and organise my home has only increased since becoming a parent. I am obsessed with making sure my home is clean and hygienic for my little one, but there are certain germs and nasties that simply cannot be seen by the naked eye. Well, this is where the wonderful team at The Healthy Home come in. The Healthy Home is the leading company in the Middle East specialised in advanced, eco-friendly sanitisation technologies, home services and products. Their renowned team have been the expert leaders in the home services industry since 2013, so they really know what they're doing. As we head towards the end of the year, now is the perfect time to get the Healthy Home team in to make sure your home is free of impurities that cannot be removed by regular cleaning methods. And if not managed properly, germs, bacteria and viruses can be spread across your home through your AC. Poor indoor air quality can trigger allergies, asthma, eczema, morning fatigue, itchy eyes and even bed bugs. So protect your family and have peace of mind that your home is not only clean, but safe. Even this time of year, living in the Middle East involves constantly blasting your AC. And if you're anything like me, you have a husband who loves to have the temperature on 19, regardless of the season. I recently had the Healthy Home team pay us a visit to clean all our AC units and ducts, which is something I've been meaning to do for years. Did you know that AC systems can provide the perfect breeding environment for a number of contaminants such as dust, mold and bacteria? These spread around your indoor space, contributing to common health allergy, respiratory and fatigue issues. Well, I am so happy to report that our AC units are now sparkling clean. And I know this as the team kindly took some awesome before and after photos to show me the huge difference. In addition to their wonderful pure air treatment, the Healthy Home provide dry and chemical-free mattress and furniture deep cleaning along with sanitization to help you breathe better, sleep better and improve your overall energy levels whilst keeping your indoor air environment clean. Now how good does that sound? All the Healthy Home treatments are chemical-free and eco-friendly so they're 100% safe for infants and children. If you'd like to find out more about The Healthy Home Services, just visit their website www.thehealthyhome.me or check out their Instagram page, both of which are linked in the show notes of this episode. Welcome to Friday's Child, the podcast on a mission to educate, empower and support you on your parenting journey. I'm your host, Peter, a British expat who's been living in Dubai for 10 years and first-time mama to my gorgeous little girl, Mavia. Each episode, I'll be speaking with a different incredible guest from childbirth educators, parenting coaches, infant sleep specialists, weaning experts, entrepreneurs and more, and we'll be discussing all areas of parenting and beyond. And I can assure you, no topic is off-limit. So, let's get into it. Today's episode is all about postpartum recovery, which is honestly a topic I just don't think gets spoken about enough. My guest today is the founder of Mama Care, an amazing company that recently launched here in the UAE that creates boxes for mums-to-be with everything they could possibly need for their postpartum recovery, whether that be for a vaginal birth or C-section. They also have a box for breastfeeding filled with goodies to support you and your baby on your feeding journey. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with the founder of Mama Care, the lovely Sunita Balshandani. Sunita, welcome to the podcast. 
Hi, hi. How are you, Peter? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much. All good. Good. Um, I hope you're having a lovely week. I'm really excited to be doing this with you. Um, there's lots I want to talk to you about today, but let's start by talking about your personal motherhood journey. So when did you discover that you were pregnant? How was your experience? Tell us a little bit about your motherhood journey so far. Well, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. I had an unplanned pregnancy. I was at the time at a job. I was an interior designer, so I used to work really hard, come home at like 4 a.m. And I, I didn't even realize that I had missed my period and I was pregnant. So I was not prepared for it at all in my life. It was four years down into my marriage, but still, we never spoke about having babies because I was quite young. I was 26 then. Anyway, quite a lot of negative feelings attached to it, to be honest, because I was not very happy with the news. But obviously, we were like, okay, this is it. We're going to, you know, go through this. And um, that kind of led me to leave my job and, you know, just prepare, just start. I just started nesting quite early. I was like at home preparing for the baby. Like I said, I was an interior designer, so I used to love doing up the room mm. and buying things. But what I never, um, you know, understood what 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 pregnancy was or what postpartum was i never understood that um obviously in the long run that changed into a beautiful experience once my daughter was born um i wouldn't say i fell in love instantly as i was dealing with postpartum at that point my healing but all of that got me much closer to my husband you know eventually once i was out of it i experienced love on a different level uh with motherhood the whole journey was really like fantastic <laughs> And how did you prepare for the birth? Did you think a lot about it? Did you do any research, any courses? Not really. I we would just like every time I would just go with the flow wherever I was. I would see my guy, and I, they would tell me, "Okay, this is how big your baby is." I would just go on Google, just read about it, and obviously there are some lists up there. I would try to follow them. I would try to understand that, uh, but I I would just uh, not. I was never ready to accept uh, this baby. Like I, I, it only I only felt like I had a baby once the baby was out and on me. Until then, I just felt like I lived in denial. I only prepared for things around me, but not for the life that were coming into my, you know, in my hands. So I it took me a while. It's very difficult though when you're pregnant for the first time to imagine actually having a baby. Like it's yes. you know you're getting all the stuff and you're talking about it, but nothing can truly prepare you can it because you can't really think past the birth it's very difficult to think past that that big day yeah, you don't know the feeling that that feeling that you get yeah. when the baby's in your hand the, the weight of the child on you it, it just changes you it makes you feel like that's when you feel oh my god this was inside of me but that's for first time moms for sure yeah I still couldn't believe that that she was in my tummy I found that really yeah I, I couldn't quite you know connect the fact that like once I was holding her, like she'd been in my tummy. Like she just seemed too big yes. to have, I've been carrying her around <laughs> like that for those, for that last sort of few days. I was like, what? Um, yes. And so Quite tell so, me yeah. a little bit about your postpartum experience. Cause this obviously led you to creating your business mama care, which we'll come on to talk about. But what was the postpartum experience like for you? Oh, it was, um, 
obviously it was not really great that's where you know i i gained i feel that it was i it made me stronger it made me what i am right now but at that point in time i i just felt like i was about to lose my life like i don't know it was so bad initially um i had taken an epidural so when when they came to like get that off they realized that i my pressure was too low and i was losing and uh it was just because of soup like a lot of blood loss and had an episode to me so there was a lot going on and then just the healing process like coming back home with the baby i felt like i was never prepared for what was going to happen to me because i had everything for the baby in place but i had nothing ready for me i just didn't know what to expect things like um I all I I talk about this quite often because it's so common like constipation. I was constipated for 5 days and no one told me that you're going to be constipated. So I would just eat what I would like and uh, obviously I never I don't think I drank enough water or I had anything like high fiber or even considered taking any you know uh, over the top medications. And 5 days down the line when I went to see my doctor they said I they asked me what's wrong with you and I just said I I'm constipated it's been 5 days and they were like oh why didn't you just take a stool softener I said why would anyone tell me that mm. you know it it was so hard it was so hard to to go through that experience to try to go to the bathroom every hour to feel like I wanted to go but I wouldn't because I was quite scared to push because I felt like yeah. my stitches would tear apart so it was quite a scary experience I I had all of the things the symptoms you would imagine that you would get in postpartum because I never prepared for them so I never looked after myself. I so had I wish exactly I the same thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it got to like day so four, it, and I'm like WhatsApping my doctor like I cannot go to the toilet. I really want to, but yes. I can't. Like I get there and just nothing happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I feel you're you're quite afraid to push if you had a normal delivery and uh, and I feel that the whole experience traumatized me to be honest it took me a long time to get over it and I felt like I traumatized all everyone every pregnant woman I would see I would just go and talk about my experience and I would scare them and that was not the best way to approach you know because moms who not had the baby it's it's quite a negative feeling that i put around so that's when i you know i thought about it i said okay how else can i help moms without scaring the shit out of them um mama care you know the idea came in and then i started putting things together it's it's been almost 4 years that i've been think you know i've been sitting on this and finally you know i have something concrete and so tell us about mama care uh so mama care is a brand that has products that helps new moms um you know go through their postpartum journey so obviously there's a there's a lot that happens in postpartum it's a lot that is affected mentally a lot that is affected physically obviously mentally something that you know there are, that i really can't help a lot of moms go through different phases in life and how they deal with it is quite different but i feel that if physically you're more comfortable you are a better mom and then you could deal with all your other issues uh so my like my postpartum recovery like i said was quite long and painful and i was quite unaware of all the symptoms and how to treat them so eventually i took upon me to educate all new moms and like like i said my sisters my friends they all benefited with this information and i thought why not take it to another level um why not help you know all the new moms out there with this information and raise awareness on this topic and yeah that's it that's how you know uh, i got the whole idea together and uh, we have three 
three boxes basically that's for your convenience that if you choose a delivery method if you choose a v box or a c box that the v box is for a normal delivery and the products to help you recover to a normal delivery the c box is for a c section recovery and then we have a bff box which is like a breast friend forever box for breastfeeding support and you could also buy these products individually if you feel like you know from the website it's not it's just that boxes are for your convenience to make your life easy Okay, amazing. So you can go onto your website and you can buy the individual uh, products. Um, yes, as well. Yeah. And so, what sort of things? Let Let's go for the C section box, for example. What sort of products can women expect to find in there? Okay, so for, I feel uh, I like I never had a C section, but my sister did, and I mm-hmm. uh, before I you know put the products and the box together. I sat with quite a few moms who went through that experience to understand uh, what is it that they need to help them recover. And I felt the most common problem was breastfeeding because with C-section, the body doesn't yeah. get the, you know, the, the signal for the milk to flow. And so moms generally have issues with that. So I included a couple of breastfeeding products in it that would help you, you know, release your uh, milk the flow so there's a breast friend warm compress uh you, there are things that there's a nipple shield that will help you you know mm. latch with your baby uh along with that i i i've put in like postpartum uh, go, uh underwears that are comfortable underwears quite soft better than the ones that we get in the hospital yeah like uh, the netting yes that that just kind of tears and it's not comfortable on your skin you know this one's quite soft because you have stitches there and it's quite comfortable to wear it they're high waisted and they're boxer shorts so they're very comfortable to wear them every single day uh till you know till your bleeding kind of reduces we have great quality pads as well uh the postpartum pads that you could take so this is something that you could put it in your hospital bag take it there and you know you're taken care of we all, I, I think we also have like a maternity, like a belt for a C-section because I feel that they, it helps keep the stitches and help, mm. helps keep your tummy in place, you know. So when you cough or you laugh, it doesn't like give a jerk on your, on your stitches. So mm. it helps a lot. And what about the V-Box? What sort of products are in there? Oh, well, all the products are the ones that I actually use for my uh, recovery. Uh, my favorite in there is the, is the patsicles. They're like, a, you know, DIY, not a DIY, sorry. It's not, I used to DIY. This one's like a ready instant pad that you crack and it helps you. It's like a pad that you put in and it gives you, the, it cools right away. So it cools the area down there. Uh, there's also a witch hazel gel, which is like a healing gel that you can it's put amazing, up on the that pad. Stuff. Yes, and that just goes onto your stitches, and it it cools, it heals, it you know it uh, it reduces the sting, that feeling that you get. So these these are one the two favorite that I have in the box. Also the Epsom salts, they are helpful sits bath, which is the best thing you could do to yourself. Mm. You get some time off, you know, you could do that, and it it helps with the recovery as well. Um, and I and my last favorite product, I would say. Uh, not the last one, like one of the one of the top four is what I mean, is the cushion. So when I uh, had the baby, obviously we pushed a lot and that caused hemorrhoids. And then it was quite hard to sit and stand up with the stitches and the hemorrhoids. So that whole process of sitting, standing, it would cause me so much pain. And uh, very, very soon I realized I needed a donut cushion. Mm. So here I've put in like a more comfortable, I've got, I call it the cozy lap cushion. So it's so comfortable. It has memory foam. It has anti-skid down. So when you sit on it, it doesn't move. You can be on it comfortably and it just releases all the pressure off your perineal area and it helps you heal. 
So these are the top four, but there are like nine to 10 products in the V-Box that you could, that, you know, eventually help you through the recovery. It's such an amazing concept because when I left the hospital, I'd done a little bit of research about, you know, postpartum recovery. Um, yeah. But I literally left the hospital and they gave me these big pads, some of those sort of like netted, you know, underwear. Um, and that yeah. was it. That was literally it. Um, I had yes. been gifted some um, nipple cream, but it was the one that you had to like take off before you fed, which who's got oh. time for that when you're trying to breastfeed a of baby course, for the first yeah. time. And so I was just frantically yeah. like messaging other friends that had had babies around the same time. And a, a really lovely friend of mine dropped off some Lanisoa nipple cream and she was like, try this. You don't have to yes. take it off. And I was just scrambling in those early days because... yes. I didn't know. I didn't know that certain things were going to happen. I felt like I knew a fair amount, but there were things that came as a real shock. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. And why did no one warn me about this? And and at the same time, you know, like you said, you've got all this stuff for the baby and all the focus is on the baby and you don't really factor yourself into that, which is mad when you think about it. Yes, it is. It is. It is also like you said from the hospital. You, I'm sure you got a lot of things for your baby. You probably got a diaper bag and I don't know diapers, and they give you everything you, you know to take the child home. And what about us? Why is why doesn't anyone? Why wouldn't our gynec or the doctor would tell us that guys, the first five days, just watch out for these, and you might have it, and this is what you need to do. It's so simple. No one talks about it. And, you know, you're lucky that you had a friend who knew about it, who could help you, who could even, you know, drop off those things at that point. Where are you going to go? Where You know, there's no time. There's yeah. no time to sleep. There's no time to eat. You know, you can't. And eventually you ignore yourself. Eventually you, you think like you're going to get over it. But you pull it. You pull your recovery, which could take maybe 10 days. It goes down to 20. Why? Why can't why can't we talk about you know mom health? Why do we only talk about postpartum depression? Why do we scare all the moms that you're gonna get you know get the baby blues? You're gonna get depressed, and then all we think about is that. Why not about you know feeling better? If you are physically feeling better, you're not in pain. I'm sure if we could we could deal better with all the baby blues that we have. Exactly. If we had some of these things in place from the beginning and we had that education and we had a little bit of a heads up, you know, like this could happen. These are the things that you may experience and these are the products that can help. Maybe we wouldn't see such massive numbers with postnatal depression. And, yes. you know, I mean, obviously there's a big difference between the baby blues and postnatal depression, but even with the baby blues, you know, if you feel like you're, you've got all the tools to help with your recovery, that won't feel as, as difficult. Um, or at least it might help, you know, along the way, if you know that, okay, well, I've got, for example, I use these, um, I think the brand is called Frida Mom. They have Frida Baby and Frida Mom. Yes. And my friend yes. ended up having a C-section. And so a couple mm -hmm. days before I delivered, she gave me these like um, cooling um, like wipes that you put on top of your pad because she was like I don't need yes. these and they were a game changer similar to what you kind of yes. product you have and even that yes. small little thing made such a difference to how I felt I felt more comfortable I felt it just really made a difference and so when my baby blues hit which they did on like day three or four when my milk came in at least I was in some comfort, you know, I, I was, I was 
as comfortable as I could be. And so these, these little things I think can make a really big, big difference. Absolutely. I mean, we should talk about it more. We should let all the moms know that this is what's going to happen so that when it does, they don't feel like, like you said, like you felt like you, you were lost and you had to call your friend. So we, we don't feel like that. We feel like we're well taken care of, just like the baby. And hence, when we have the baby blues, at least we're in, we are comfortable to and, and clear brain to think about it rather than, you know, we are sleep deprived anyway. Yeah. And if you're in pain, on top of that, um, you 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 can't think clearly. You can't help yourself in your head. You should be able to help yourself. That so this is something that's going to pass. Like whatever you feel, it's going to pass. You know, I think that women are much stronger than we know. So if we are physically, again, if I had no pain, I felt I would have been a better mom. I would have been able to deal with all the baby blues, all the overwhelming emotions that came on to me, much better, much better. So yes, I completely agree with you. And it's and it's. <sighs> It's a bit baffling why we're not given this information. As you said, why can our, because obviously where we are right now in the UAE, it's very, um, you know, you have a doctor, you have your OBGYN, they they sort of lead the whole hospital process. Um, Mm -hmm. Why, when we're given our options in terms of birth preferences and plans, why are we not given some information, even if it's just a leaflet or... Uh, you know, some resources like websites you can visit. No one said anything to me about my postpartum. Yes. Nothing. See, even in Dubai, I, I, I had my baby in the States and nothing there as well. I was informed nothing. Even I was just given um, the like the, the, the net underwear that you told me, some pads and a whole lot of stuff for the baby and nothing. And at the end, I went and I was like, I felt like I was judged by my OBGYN when they told me, like, oh, didn't you? you know that you could take a stool softener off? I mean, no. I mean, I didn't. Why didn't you tell me that it's so easy? Why did I have to suffer for five days? And that's just because I went for my appointment. What if, you know, I decided to move my appointment a day or two? So mm. I feel like it's definitely, it should be, it should just be in that hospital bag. Or for example, when you give it, just put a, put a leaflet. Or yeah. there should be something up online when you Google so many things, postpartum. I mean, if you Google postpartum, the first thing you see is postpartum depression and baby blues. You don't see anything about postpartum recovery. Yeah. And this should be a time where much like birth, you are equipped with certain tools. And I'm still, I still find it very upsetting that I speak to so many women now who didn't even know what their options were in birth, let alone postpartum. So there's, there's a whole bigger issue here, I think, around the way that women in general are sort of you have to you have to go out and find that information you have to really kind of do your research and it's not just part mm-hmm. of sort of our our education in schools or yeah. or sex education it's just it's something that i still find really bizarre so then it's no surprise that then with the postpartum it's you know there is lots of information out there but you need to go and find it well if it's your first baby and you don't maybe have anyone else around you that's recently had children how would you even know to to have that thought to oh let me see what happens after I have the baby yeah it never comes to you You, how do you know you have to you have to dig in you have to dig in and research and I don't think that you kind of even know what to look for at that point and I just feel it because this is such I feel it's like like I said when I would approach moms who were pregnant they would it was like an it was something that was not a happy thing that I'm talking about it's quite negative so mm-hmm. I feel that's the reason generally people are, you know, they want, they want to talk about it 
or they don't want to write up about it online because it's some baby having a baby pregnancy is a happy it's a happy feeling but just that those 10 days that we go through that that put us you know i feel that she, that changes our life i feel uh, like i said i was traumatized for a very long time so it changed me i wish that i knew about it so i, I never felt like i was the only one in the world going through mm. it i felt like look at all the other moms they're so happy they're so happy to have the baby they're so in love with their baby what's wrong with me that made me feel worse so if if everyone spoke about it that would be so good yeah and you know we have to normalize as well feeling multiple emotions at once i felt <laughs> i did feel so in love with my baby and i felt so happy and i felt proud of myself that i had given birth but at the same time i felt utterly vulnerable and very resentful towards my partner because he was getting to sleep i felt very um overwhelmed i felt just all these emotions i felt i struggled with breastfeeding yes. for the first few days and that pain was worse than giving birth and i just hear oh. people say well if it hurts you're doing it wrong i'm calling bullshit on that it can <laughs> hurt and you can still be doing it right because i didn't have yes. the nipple cream until like two days later and my nipples were cracked mm. and so like you're dealing yeah. with all of this and there's someone that you recently actually um carly neve who is a fantastic yes influencer here i mean she's more than an influencer you know but um for this for the sake of this let's say she's an influencer she recently just had an, a little baby her second baby and i saw that she had had one of your boxes the v box and she yeah. is someone who really i think shows all the different areas of motherhood and i really admire her for that because she posts these beautiful photos and she talks about the lovely things but then she also keeps it really real and i really yeah. I really like seeing people like that who are like, you know, yeah, it's beautiful, but it's also really hard. And yes. let's just be honest about the fact that it can be more than one thing, you know, and you're going to yes. have days where you just feel like, I remember those first couple of days, I honestly thought, have we made a mistake here? Like this is, <laughs> we're never going to sleep again. Like, was this yeah. the right choice? Not that I didn't want my baby, but you know what I mean? You're so sleep deprived. You're delirious. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, you know, you, you've, the oxytocin has left. You've come down from the high of, of having your baby and, and giving birth. And then it's like, okay, this is my reality. And of course it changes very quickly. You're not stuck in that phase forever. Yes. But at the time you do think, this is my life now. I'm just glued to this baby. I can't do anything. <laughs> I know, I know what you feel. I felt exactly the same way. And luckily I had a sister who always came and told me, and I think I say that to all the moms now, everything is just a phase in motherhood. Even, even at this point where my daughter is four and a half, everything is just a phase. It all passes by. So that yeah. kept me going. It kept me going every single day. She told me, don't worry, you know, Sunita, it's just a phase. It'll last a day or two. And you see, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's going to move out of this and you're going to have something else to worry about. So I feel that's the best advice I got. And I, I find it, I, I, I use it till now, like till now when my daughter is, you know, quite challenging some days and I'm like, okay, it's just a phase. It's just it's, a phase. Yeah. And it's true. I have to remind myself of that because when you're in it, it's all consuming. But then a week will pass and you're onto something else and you're like, oh yeah, I've forgotten that we were in that phase last week and now we're onto something <laughs> yes. else. But at the time, it's it can be really um, all consuming. And at the moment, my daughter's going through a phase of sleeping in our bed. And instead of getting stressed, I'm just like, it's just a phase. Just let it go. Yes. We'll keep her in her own bed. That's we'll start so the night in her own bed. But if she ends up in our bed, 
let it go. It's okay. Let's not get stressed yes. about it. And it's really helped. But I didn't used to be like that. I used to get really stressed and feel guilty and get really worked up about whatever phase we were in because I just thought I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, looking at other mums and being like, well, their kid's eating everything and my daughter's still on purees. And, you know, whatever it is, you just get, you can get a bit all consumed by it. And we've got to just kind of let it go. And, you know, it's just a phase. It will pass. There'll be something else in a week or so. Yep, I completely agree. And I think that I I think that now we are all like in Dubai, especially I see that a lot of moms come together, we're creating communities and we're all supporting each other because most of us, you're our expats who don't have family, you know, to support them or to give them this advice. And mm-hmm. I, I find that really, really good. I love that Dubai is such a great community for that, you know, and I feel that all moms definitely, I mean, need to get together to help each other through this, especially specifically this postpartum and, you know, the first couple of months when you're a new mom, when you have that little baby in your hand. Uh, it's it's quite great how, you know, how moms support each other in Dubai. It's quite strong. I like that. Yeah, I feel it's very strong here. Um, yes. Sunita, if you had to give, let's say, three top tips for the postpartum period for any new moms listening, maybe we've got some, you know, expecting moms listening now, what would be your top three mm-hmm. tips? Oh, please sleep when your baby sleeps. I feel that this is such a simple advice, but not everyone follows it. It's quite important. You have to catch up on all you can because sleep deprivation is the worst. Like it just makes you think so many things. It puts you in such a bad position. Uh, And if you have any spare time, you know, to do anything, don't go onto that phone. Please take time out for yourself. Take care of yourself. Give yourself priority. That's the top one, I would say. Um, The second one would be don't let the mom guilt get to you delegate delegate as much as you can you know your child is tiny and you know the child would never know if you missed a single diaper changed or you know a swaddle wrap or whatever you need to physically heal you need to heal mentally get on a call with your friend to feel better but just make your you know give yourself time and don't let that mom guilt get to you that's number two and i think the last one is out of my experience educate yourself about postpartum not just about you know what you go through mentally but also physically and get yourself prepared for it so that you know you're you're you don't you don't have to go looking for products last minute and you know you're feeling you're you're in the right place just as as prepared as you're for the baby you should be prepared for yourself so those yeah. are the top three tips <laughs> They are such good tips. And I think we, you know, we put quite a lot of effort into sort of like getting everything prepared for the baby and a beautiful nursery and uh, packing our hospital bag. Just add one more thing to the list. Put a plan in place for you for that postpartum time. You know, we spent hours researching on prams and car seats and, um, you know, all that stuff, which is important, but also invest a little bit of time in okay well what am I going to need during this postpartum period you know what can I have in my drawer you know maybe I end up having an emergency c-section maybe I have stitches like let's have some things ready for me so that at least I can have some tools in those in those very early um crazy days (laughs) of being a new (laughs) mum that's a great thought put that onto your list I completely agree with you (laughs) And Sunita, what do you wish was spoken about more regarding the fourth trimester and and the postpartum period in general? Definitely more about um, the healing and the recovery process as we had 
we just discussed there's so much that happens to us after our baby our body it took nine months to grow the baby and then obviously took a lot from us to push that baby out it is a big deal um like we said i wish there was more information or awareness on this topic um you know i wish that when when i i complained about something i was not you know my pain or my disco- discomfort was not rubbish thing it's okay you'll deal with it it's fine you know it's you'll be fine tomorrow it's not it's no big deal i wish that you know we were taken uh, we were taken more seriously the recovery was taken more seriously and more attention was on to the mom as well n- not just the baby mm. um people would just say you know it'll be over soon just look at this baby you're going to forget everything yes i know i would but that doesn't mean that i shouldn't be taken care of you know or that i have to deal with this discomfort um only if all the new moms already know and were aware of this then we could be prepared you know and mentally physically and wouldn't you know we wouldn't need uh to to have to ask for help and you know look for the products at the end and like what do i do to feel better i don't want and I, i just want people to be uh, like we said as prepared as for the baby have everything with you in that little drawer at home I feel like, you know, centuries ago, women would have their babies and they would, you know, this is where the phrase it takes a village comes from because you would have all these people around you and your elders would take care of you and, you know, you would rest. And whereas now we are just expected to pop out a baby, get back to work really quickly, act like nothing's happened. And it's, yeah, it's too much. You know, there needs to be a period where, Yes, the baby is a priority, but you also need to be the priority because it's like on, you know, the airplane, they say, put your oxygen mask on first. Like if you are not, if you are not looking after yourself, how are you meant to look after this little baby to the best of your ability? And it's hard enough because you're sleep deprived and you're, you know, you're trying to breastfeed or just feeding in general. This is the other misconception that breastfeeding is tricky well any kind of feeding can be tricky whether you're choosing to bottle feed from day one like it can all be really tricky yes and so you've got everything has its challenges yeah and so we need to almost you know get that community feel back and whether it's that's people that you're putting in place you know not your actual neighbors um or family because you're an expat (laughs) that's fine but making yeah. sure you've got those those people around you that can that can support you through that time um sinita we are going to do a little quick fire round but before we get into that mm-hmm. where can people so you have your website so can people just order the boxes and the products on there is that the easiest way yeah. um tell us a little bit about how sort of how it works and where people can find you Yes, for now we are on our website. We are working on getting into some of the retail stores where you get baby products. That I feel that's where all moms would would see us and would realize that they, you know, we need to take care of ourselves as well. I think that's the best spot. So currently, we're working on getting into some of these retail stores that I feel that would support something like that. However, we are quite new. I I, I think the website was up and running just in June. So we are we're pushing through it. We are getting things in place right now, but. the website and you can even send us a dm on instagram you know we could we could even work through that but yeah and for what's now it's your website. handle sinita it's mama care me mama care dot me mama yeah dot me and i think it would be amazing if you can get into some of the hospitals i would have loved it if you know 
if they'd have said, if you, you know, if you, you can have, you can buy this box for X amount and it's got everything you need, I would have loved that. So maybe that's something you can look into as well. Yes, yes, definitely. I, I think that that's the, that's the best way to reach the moms in need, but also trying to get into some of these Lamas classes that we have in the hospital where they prepare the mom for birth. I feel that time if I could, you know, probably be there or help all the moms or just, uh, you know, create some awareness, even if it's with flyers. So we're looking at options I'm on it. And I hope that I get to every mom in need in time to help them through this whole journey. I'm sure you will. You're doing, yeah, an amazing job. And we did obviously an event together last month and the lady that won, you very kindly donated a box and the lady that won, um, she, this is her first baby. She's, you know, quite sort of like, you know, (laughs) clueless as we all are at the beginning. And she was so (laughs) happy to receive a box that has all that because she just she didn't know that some of the things that she might need. She knows she's having a C-section. So I've seen it Mm -hmm. firsthand how, yeah, how happy and excited the mums are to have something for them because, yeah, you do kind of get forgotten about a little bit. Um, Okay, we're going to do a quick fire round now. Sunita. All right. So all right. Your one piece of advice for all first time mums. Hmm. Um, choose your birth and postpartum support partner diligently. I feel that you're going to need someone who knows exactly what you want in that labor room. Um, someone who can comfort, comfort you emotionally, comfort you physically, take decisions on your behalf, you know, lawyer for you if needed. And also, after we have the baby, you're going to be like, like we said, there's so much that happens to you, you're overwhelmed with so many things, you're going to be in pain, you're going to be in discomfort. So that partner is going to be, you know, is going to be everything that you need. And probably that you might have at that point, you won't have anyone else. So this is, this person is going to be an entire village for you. So choose wisely. Mm, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've already given us sort of like your top essential postpartum products. If there was one, let's say your favorite, what would it be? My favorite, um, the pad circles, because in my case, at that point in time, I was, you know, I used to DIY them. I used to take a pad and dip it in the water, put it in the refrigerator, in the freezer for a couple of hours. Then when I was ready or whenever I wanted to pop it out and use it. But the ones that we have, they're easy. Like they could just happen in a second. You just pop them and you it, it cools and you put it into your, you know, your pad and you could use the witch hazel gel. I used to use, like you said, some wipes and I felt that the wipes would kind of irritate the area a bit. It would mm. heal, but it would also irritate. So the gel, it's it's like it's so it's, it's like creamy. It just goes into the right spot when needed and it cools everything at that point. For the fif- next 15 minutes are bliss. They are pain-free and comfortable. Yeah. comfortable. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I still know. remember the satisfaction of that feeling. I'm like, oh, this feels so nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that would be my favorite. Yeah. And, and what I'll do, Sunita, is I will obviously put all your information in the show notes, but we'll link some of these products as well so that people can, can mm-hmm. see them for themselves. Um, what's one thing you wish someone had warned you about before you became a mum? 
I, I mentioned this earlier, it was constipation and hemorrhoids. <laughs> mm. I mean, most of the mothers go through this and only if you're wonder prepared, like we said, if we could just eat right and, you know, and just take the medications that are needed, you could just avoid this. This is such a simple thing that would, you know, just cause us less pain, less discomfort. And just going to the bathroom makes you feel like lighter. It makes you feel, you know, you can, you get an appetite back so you can eat, you could sleep. So it's just a simple thing. Only just, I always tell all the moms, guys, just be prepared. You're going to be constipated. Be ready for it. And yeah. you might get hemorrhoids. So just take care of yourself. Have everything that you need. Yeah. And if you're prepared, it doesn't feel half as bad, does it? I know. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing about being a mom? Oh, well, I, I, I find it's that you, your little baby, it grows into this beautiful person. And I feel that I'm responsible for bringing this baby up. And, you know, hopefully with whatever we know, what's wrong with the world in general, I feel that now it's in my hands to carve a better future generally. So I feel that this little child, I, feel, I, I love that I'm with her every day, teaching her something good about the world so that, you know, eventually this a small change that I could give in, give out, in fact, to the world to raise this, you know, a good, a good human, a good little lovely human. <laughs> and finally, Sunita, what does motherhood mean to you in three words? I've been asked this question a couple of times. I always have a different answer, <laughs> but yes, uh, the top one is unconditional love. I feel we have so much. I, I've never experienced this kind of love before. The kind of love you give and the kind of love you get is just just something else. Um, a lot of sacrifice. Yes, there's a lot that changes in your life and you need to sacrifice for it, but it's all worth it. And it's a life-altering journey. Motherhood is a life-altering journey and it's a wonderful journey. I love it. Oh, Sunita, thank yeah. you so much. I am such a massive fan of what you're doing with Mama Care. It is so needed, especially in this region. And I can't wait to just watch the business grow, see what you do next. I hope we can do more events together. Um, and I will put all the information in the show notes of where people can find you, your website. Um, and just thank you so much. I just think what you've created is just going to help so many women and the knock-on effect of that will be will be huge so thank you so much thank you thank you for having me i i love that all of us are supporting each other uh you know get to get this message out and i really appreciate this opportunity i look forward to doing something fun with you again in the future <laughs> definitely <laughs> thank you sunita thank you thank you big thank you once again to sunita I absolutely love everything she is doing with Mama Care in supporting women with their postpartum healing. And it's just such an important topic that I hope with Friday's Child, I can continue the conversation and raise further awareness about this crucial time that we go through as mothers. You can find links to Mama Care's website and Instagram page in the show notes below. You can also find links below to the Friday's Child social media accounts, along with information on our monthly Meaningful Mama Mornings, which take place every month here in Dubai. With these Mama Mornings, we are so thrilled to be able to bring you a different expert guest 
in person each month from infant sleep consultants, weaning experts, parenting coaches, and so much more. So I really hope to see you at one of our events in the near future. And finally, I would be so grateful if you could show some love and please rate, review, and subscribe to Friday's Child, the podcast to help us reach more wonderful mamas. Until next time, thank you for listening.